Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I'll tell you this. If you go to the YouTube, if you go to our YouTube page on your phone or even on a home computer and you hit the like button so hard that you break the screen, we'll send you a gift pack. Welcome to the Whiskey and Whitetails podcast. Welcome, welcome. We, uh, we love podcasting. It's one of our favorite things to do, honestly, because just, we just get together and drink alcohol and, and talk in a microphone. We drink whiskey. Yeah, whiskey. Sometimes. Says the guy holding Most of the time. Mick Ultra. Well, I can't drink only whiskey. <laughs> it's, it's hard to drink whiskey for hours doing podcasts, and that's all you drink. By the end of it, it's almost incoherent. It's, yeah, it's um, the quality degrades i'll say that yeah but uh we're excited to be doing this yeah we want to uh it's hard for us to explain exactly what we are through instagram because we do so much stuff um so much stuff so it's a lot of it has been kind of kept in the dark we've just kind of been around and introducing we've, we've stayed offline for a while but now we're pumping it out um but it's, 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 the content has been mainly whiskey and whitetails, which is the point. Well, and, and I think, I think, indi- I think individually we were doing and dabbling and, and we've had these things going on individually for some time. Yes. And then putting them together. Yes. It is finally giving us what we needed to bring it online right uh, to bring it to you in a form of content outside of just what they were by themselves yes because we've been creating and building wood you know stuff out of out of barrels and stuff and it's been mostly for friends and family um and and we've sold things places but the level we're taking it to now different it's just the next level it hits different it hits different and we've Um, been doing whitetail stuff forever forever and i mean forever since we've 
been of legal since we've been of legal drinking age. Yes, we've enjoyed whiskey. Uh, we used to drink Goldschläger together. Oh man, what is, <laughs> that that story needs a podcast episode all of its own. Yeah, we'll do that one day. We'll give you a sidebar on a Goldschläger story. As young men, we have to be very careful about that story so we don't incriminate people. That's true. That's true. That's um, dangerous. But uh, but now like what we're doing now, um, and even like the the woodworking part of it, that's just like a tiny piece. Yeah, that's kind of what we do to keep the doors open, I guess. In a way, it kind of pays the bills. Yep. But it is it is such a small part of what whiskey and whitetails is all about. Uh, and if you've had an opportunity to see anything, uh, by the time you're you're listening to this podcast, we've uh, we've kind of gone a little more public with our website and with our social media. Uh, we've opened up our online store. Um, we have some promotional things we've done. Um, is the magazine article published uh, at this not point? At this, actually, I think it is because it's coming out before the like the real shopping season hits. So yeah, we'll so have an, well, our our magazine. We got ten pages, not to mention the first ten pages. Of Southern Edge, and it's the magazine itself. I mean, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it, it goes to a ton of people. But it was actually donated to us. That's how much they believe in what we're doing. It's because yeah. it's so, it's so unique, yet it's so obvious. And we're constantly amazed that what we're doing hasn't been done yet. Yeah, and if you're if you're here listening to this, and you have been around, um, you know, any, either of us for a while, you know that each of these things that encompasses whiskey and whitetails is something that has been a part of kind of who we are as individuals for a long time. Long time. Um, and it's it's just funny that it took so long to realize that was it. What they were when you, <clears throat> excuse me when you put them together. Yeah. Um, and what that means and what we're missing out on. And, and just to like, I know everybody's. I know you're listening. And you're like, okay, okay, okay. So here's the point. And this is this is the pitch that I've kind of been pitching. Since You're we pitching the pitch. Pitching the pitch. This is the pitch I've been pitching. If you go to any event ever, if you go to a polo match, you go to a horse show, you go to even some fishing shows, but anywhere you go, soccer, you name it, football, whatever. When you go there, they will have a whiskey sponsor. How many times have you seen Woofer Reserve tents or signs at anywhere like? Even at when we go to Andy and I used to go to Buck and Shoe to get a which for those that aren't country that's like the redneck version of a bull riding rodeo. It's, it's called a Buck and Shoe. But when you go to Buck and Shoe, there's going to be a Jack Daniel's Tennessee whiskey. There's going to be a sponsor. But where have you never seen a whiskey sponsor? And that's with hunting. And the reason why is because a hunter with a gun in his hand drinking whiskey is not a smart thing. But that's not what we're doing. We have nothing to do with the hunt. And the cool part about just that small section is that the hunt is all about how big, 150 point buck, blah, blah, blah. We don't care. Our logo that is in production right now, but should be out by the time you're hearing this, has a has a doe on it. We don't care. We, it, one point, six points, 30 points, un, you know, non-typical, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Because what we're selling is not the hunt. We're not selling the deer. What we're selling is after you hunt, you come back to the lodge, come back to the hunt club, you go back home, you're sitting on a block with your boys, and what are you doing? You're drinking whiskey. Shooting shit. Shooting shit, drinking whiskey. So that's 
that's what this is. But our aspect of it is we're going to go to these hunting events. We, we're still going to specialize in all the veteran stuff that we've always done. And we're going to go to these events and we're going to do blind whiskey tastings. Let's take, let's take a premium whiskey, a hundred dollar bottle. Let's take a $12 plastic bottle. Let's take whatever, mix it all together and then let them taste it. And we teach them while they're, while they're tasting, you, you, you put it down. This is your favorite. All right. Now add yep. one drop of limestone water. Now taste again. Tell me how it opens up. But the cool part about it is there's no wrong answer. Yeah. So we're not selling anything that's a correct answer. We're selling an experience. Yeah. And so to go to these events, go to these hunt clubs, go to these lodges, go wherever. The veteran charities that we work with, whatever we're doing. All we're doing is bringing people together, which yep. is the point of whiskey in general. The, if you know anything about whiskey, if you know anything about the making of it, how distilleries work, how they work together, if you know any of that, then you already know what we're talking about. We're just bringing it back home, back to where it's supposed to be, in the woods with your boys. <laughs> that was a cool sound. <laughs> Probably edit that out. No, leave it in. It's authentic. It's scary, but it's authentic. But the the camaraderie uh, and the community, the fellowship that comes with, with hunting, especially... Um, when you're out hunting with a group, whether it's a, a hunt for a day, whether it's a trip, um, that, that camaraderie, that getting back at the lodge and talking about hunting all day and wh- whether you're hunting whitetails or whether you're hunting ducks, it doesn't matter. No. At the end of the day, that pursuit is what brings everybody together. And it's the whiskey that sort of lubricates that. Yeah. That conversation and gets things going. You, listener, hey, if you think about any time that you've had a great conversation with somebody, really think about it. Was there whiskey involved? Probably. I know a lot of the connections that we've made in the past have been made over a table with some brown fire water, and we just talk. And after a couple of them, you start to loosen up a little bit. You become who you actually are. I'm a firm believer that everyone, when they're walking around, is not who they are. Who you are as a person is two, is two whiskeys deep. You have two Glen Karen glasses, and that's who you are as a person. What do you think? You're distracted. I, no, I agree. There's a uh, there's <laughs> a, a primal killer. Yeah, there's in a wild my face. animal. It's a wild animal in here walking around. Um, but we today's a good example. We went to uh, what we were expecting to be. Not a formal business meeting, but we expected to sit down and talk business and maybe do some agreements, uh, come to some agreements um, about some of our products uh, and and supplying or helping uh, this particular local business. We talked business for maybe 10 of the 10 minutes out of the hour, hour and a half we were there. Yep. The rest of it, we shared some whiskey and we talked about hunting we talked about where we grew up yeah you guys had a louisiana connection yeah we that I was jealous of <laughs> um we were and, watching the old miss game we watched, we watched some sports yep. um and when it was all said and done we had uh, some agreements that to do business together that and to work on some things in the future that we really didn't even discuss like we didn't discuss nope. in great detail but that bond and those things were agreed upon over conversation while sharing some whiskey. And I feel like whether it's business, whether you're talking about family, uh, just life in general, you know, when you're done hunting 
uh, and you're back at the club or, or the lodge with your friends or you're back home with your son or your 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 dad or whoever you're there you know, spending time with or calling them, you know, getting at home and calling them on the phone to talk or about FaceTime things or fa- yeah, yeah. Zoom or whatever you're doing these days. Uh, you know, there is there is there's just something about socializing with good whiskey. Yeah. And um, so for today, like we we kind of like we had like an immediate hey thanks for coming here's the talk and then it was kind of over and then there were spurts of this this and this and it's exciting stuff it's just we we can't talk about it but it's but once we had all the conversations and everything kind of went the way it was supposed to go once we were leaving our closing argument we were just like hey thanks for having us and that's when everything happened in the last five seconds but it's because we spent 45 minutes bonding sure. over whiskey. Yep. And in the last five seconds, we made all these agreements that we needed to make with him. Yeah. Hey, let's do this. And sure. we found that things that he, he enjoys hunting. He's like, anytime you guys hunt, I want to go hunting with you. But he loves duck hunting. Yep. So we, we do a lot of duck hunting as well. So now we're going to take him on hunts with us and he's going to, you know, help us out with the whiskey side of it. It's a, it's a local project we're right. working on, but, but the, it's the bottom line. And, 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 the real point and the highlight of whiskey and whitetails is that both whiskey and hunting whitetails or hunting in general are both firmly grounded in community and camaraderie and fellowship and even more so when you bring those things together. Yeah. When you honor the hunt that you just had uh, by embracing a good whiskey and the people you're with. Yep. Um, and so that's what we're focused on. That's what we're going to be doing through our content, like the podcast, uh, the YouTube channel, um, you know, the stuff that we're doing with, uh, with hunting groups and at events. Um, and it's the kind of stuff that we're kind of celebrating and highlighting with our products. And we're not shoving anything down your throat. Like what we're just talking about is, is the connection between community relationship, but specifically for us in the hunting community and whiskey it's about bringing businesses will be created over like what we're going to be doing. We're going to put people together that normally wouldn't talk to each other and they're going to drink some whiskey and they're going to talk about hunting and then ideas will happen. Things will happen and it'll create stuff. And that's, that's what we're trying. We're trying to be the facilitate, the facilitator. We're trying to be, we're trying to facilitate those meetings. So the meeting of meeting is of the minds with like passions. Cause if you're, if you think of any industry, We'll just stick with the whitetail because it's easy. We're big into hunting. You and I have ideas, right? But the ideas we yes. have, there are other people that have different ideas. So Screw if we get guys. together and we drink whiskey together and we share my idea and then right. they share their idea, before you know it, you can come up with some fantastic ideas that never would have happened if it weren't for bringing this stuff together. And that's one of the things that we've noticed about the whiskey community is especially the big distillers they are missing out. They're missing out on a niche market because they're scared. There's everybody has this idea of like the Bambi, you know, trashy hunter with the shotgun just blasting away. Right. We don't want that guy drinking. Right. But what they don't realize is, as hunters aren't. I mean, there are hunters like that, but the vast majority of us are conservationists. We're people that focus on growing whitetail and making sure the herd is happy and harvesting responsible like responsible harvest sure yeah and and that's the majority of the hunting community but i feel like our voice is so quiet that people just 
they don't realize that's what we're doing. Yeah. And it's hard. It's a shame where we're at. It's it's a shame that it's 2020 and this hasn't happened yet. We're the ones that have to do this. I mean, honestly, if you think about it, it's kind of sad. But we're super excited that we're the ones to do it. I'm actually not that sad. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's okay. Correct. I, um, Correct. You know, no, I, I agree. I think, you know, there's, there's no better time than now. Than the present. Than the present. Um, I lost my train of thought. But. Just being honest with the I listeners. Mean, that's fine. But as for the first episode, is there anything... Like, I think we've kind of established what we're doing, what we're doing it for. Is, I mean, did you have anything in mind that you wanted to specifically mention? So if you're listening to our podcast from episode one through, and as you notice, this is a quality production. It's because we've done this before. We've owned companies together. We've done many podcasts. Um, so we're coming out of the gate, you know, locked and loaded. And that's yeah. what you're going to, everything we you get from us is going to be the highest quality that we're able to produce. And it's going to get better. We've got some plans. Yeah, we've got we've got things in the work. The uh, our space to work and and to record and produce is uh, is going to get better. Um, it's rapidly changing. Rapidly changing, uh, which is a good thing. The man, there's so much that I want to talk about. I just feel like we got to save it. I feel like we need to save some of it. Um, we'll just do this as an introduction. A quick yeah. thirty minute. This is what it is. This is and this is what it is. Um, Right now we're at 16 minutes and 25 seconds. So, oh, so we still have we got quite a bit of time. Yeah. So we could dive into. Is there a specific topic that you wanted to dive into that you don't want to save? I mean, we could talk about the tastings we have planned. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's do it. Okay. So that's a big part too is going to these hunt clubs. Going like, I'm not going to mention any names, but going to places that we're talking to. Um, strange a lot of them are in kentucky but there's some big bucks in kentucky that's another crazy aspect is that there's good whiskey in kentucky and there's good whitetails in kentucky yeah there is but anyway so blind taste test if you've never done it do it to yourself take a little piece of uh painter's tape write you know one two three four whatever and sit it on the counter and then put it on the bottom of your glencairn or whatever glass you're using and then mix it around, maybe walk away so you forget, and then have someone else mix it around, and then come in and taste it and rank it. But do something like, one of our favorites is Jim, uh, Jim Beam White Label. Yeah. And then we use Old Elk a lot, um, especially now. So they just sent us a bottle of their weeded bourbon, which if you're into mash bills, you should look up that mash bill compared to all the popular brands. So like... Blanton's, Buffalo Trace. They're very similar. Uh, I don't know if very is the word. But anyway, dive into it. So as a weeded bourbon, it's, it's quite delicious. And it's it has all the notes that you want to have in a bourbon because of the wheat. But it also still has that... It's a bourbon, so it's got that 51% yeah. corn minimum. Um, but anyway, so you add that with the gem beam and then throw in like a Willet, throw in a Weller, throw in something that's top dollar. And then I don't use Buffalo Trace and blind taste testing because it's almost cheating, but, or Eagle Rare. But, you know, the third one, the fourth one is just kind of whatever you want to pick. But you just throw it in there, have someone taste it, and it you will be blown away how many times that Jim Beam white label comes up in the top one or two. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, there's a reason that Jim Beam yeah. is a huge distiller. Yep. Um, you know, a brand in general. Um, 
but yeah, the idea of of kind of making whiskey an experience along with the hunting experience itself, um, you know. So, kind of picture or imagine a situation where you're at a, you're at a hunting lodge or a camp for for a weekend or a getaway uh, with a group or an organization, um, and you are. Uh, you know, you come in on, on the second or third night there. And while you've been out in, you know, in the stand or, uh, in a blind, uh, we have set up a unique experience for you to come back and relax. Um, maybe after dinner or before, uh, maybe at some point we'll start, you know, pairing some of the stuff with, uh, with actual, you know, game mm-hmm. meat or, or mood or uh, food. Uh, but the idea is you come in and, and we, we just do a small little tasting, you know, teach you a little bit about whiskey, maybe some of the stuff you already know. A lot of it you probably won't because we didn't. Yeah. As much as we enjoy whiskey and bourbon and... Um, Have a collection. Different different <laughs> types of whiskeys. Uh, there are things that we, that we didn't know. And so sharing some of this stuff and making whiskey a little more interesting, a little bit more of an experience. Um, but that's just a fraction, just a small part of it. From From that point forward... We want it to be about socializing yes. and seeing where, you know, sharing some whiskey and some interesting history um, and a little bit of science um, and just general information, how that can help drive conversation. Um, talking about the similarities between the history um, and the and of America and whiskey um, and the history of hunting yep. uh, and how organic and primitive hunting is and how organic um and just from the earth whiskey especially bourbon is um and those things all they're just so similar and and there's they're just so synonymous in so many ways um i think people will appreciate whiskey a lot more for sure especially if we can get in like the early season hunts that are bow hunt so there's two different camps there's different camps in anything you you go into that's why stuff like this is so much fun but you and i are bow hunters so as bow hunters we're essentially taking wood with string on it and then a pointy stick and we're aiming at something trying to kill it now insert compound bow different brand names yeah we're cheating a little bit but we're not pulling a trigger that's pointed at something and letting the bullet do all the work we have to be able to stand up pull the bow back draw the arrow you know, and release without being seen. And there's something so organic and natural about that. And it's not the same thing, but it's the same premise that comes into bourbon, that it's the 130 year old tree that was cut down. And then a master Cooper turned those pieces, planks of wood into staves and then built this barrel. And and they're all pretty much the same in dimensions, but they're different. And to be able to fit it all together and to make it work so the barrel doesn't leak and just, the years that it took and the fact that the, the distiller makes it and he won't even know if it's good until it comes to full maturation, which could be 10 years from now. So he'll, he may never even see his third batch, but it's, it's the fact that it's, it's working with your hands. It's working with, it's just so natural. When you get that, they, the roots of hunting with a bow and arrow and the roots of making whiskey probably existed at the same time unlike anything else like hunting with a gun that's fairly recent and and as far as history goes sure but bows and arrow that's old old as shit yeah and then i would imagine whiskey making uh, is old as shit hunting with bows and arrows came first obviously for sure uh but you know distilling liquor yeah you know well that's the reason that we stopped being hunter gatherers because hunter gatherers they stopped doing it because they learned how to make alcohol 
That's why. Yeah. You know that? That's a crazy fact. Hunter-gatherers would move around and then they would take um, grains and they would just kind of sit it in water. And then they realized when they went on a hunt and they came back like days later that it tasted funny, but it would get them drunk. And that's the reason that people stopped being nomadic and they actually settled down because they wanted to make more of it. And so they would have to grow these fields to grow the grains and grow, you know, in order to make, I don't know if it would be whiskey, but it's a grain alcohol. I guess it's, I mean, whiskey didn't start until they brought. So it's probably closer to a a beer or a wine. Yeah, it was more of a beer. Exactly. Exactly. That better be true. No, it is true. Don't make don't make us have to put a retraction. No, no, on that, first no, that, that is true. That's one hundred percent true. That's the reason that hunter gatherers kind of stopped because they had to start. They were making alcohol, and they realized that they had to be in one place for a long time, and you can't move all those gallons of stuff. But like they were getting sick from drinking water, and they didn't realize that by the boiling part of the grains that it sits out in the sun and stuff. They didn't realize that that's what made it healthy. But I mean, it's not healthy, but it, you won't get sick because it kills all the junk that's in. You know, pond water, right. but but yeah, that's a hundred percent. I mean, whiskey wasn't invented until the monks brought yeah the, the wine, the, the distillation of wine into um, Ireland, Scotland, right. and then they they can't grow wine there. So, but they had grain, so they were doing it with barley. But either way, that was the saumonier. Anyway, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just so much to talk about. It's. I mean, we could talk four hours, hours on just the history of whiskey. I mean, some yeah. of my favorite things, like I'm saving. I want to do like a, one of my favorite things on every episode. We should do that. Favorite thing about something about Yeah, just something about whiskey. Like one of my favorite things. Like, for instance, that's one of my favorite things. That, that we went from a nomadic culture that was hunter-gatherer and following the herd and, and people settled down and started making their own thing because they were making beer. Like that's one of my favorite things, but I mean that's the original time. That's that's what that's what that's what formed who we are today. But even like this country, all the facts built about oh, whiskey on whiskey just this so country, just the United in, States, in, that intertwined is. into the, America's history is is mind boggling. And our like, last company, we we focused on you know the world. We weren't really specific, but we you know we we are focusing on America and um, the for this company. You cannot separate American history and the history of... No, they're intertwined. Like, you can't, like, you cannot tell the story of history with, or of America without telling and including whiskey. Well, it's like even, the, like, the Boston Tea Party. I mean, think about it. Just think about it. Okay. So they dressed up like Indians. They, they broke, they cut a lock on a gate. They went out there and they dumped a bunch of tea... And the next day they felt bad about the lock, so they actually replaced the lock because they cut the lock and, and it was private property. <laughs> yeah. Is that something you do sober? Do you dress up like an Indian and go <laughs> dump tea 20, into 20, the harbor? I mean, it's just not gonna happen. You don't yeah, I get what you're saying, but <laughs> but like the next but like you made a mistake, you cut that lock, and the next day you sober up and you're like, ah damn, we shouldn't have cut the yeah. guy's lock. We gotta go replace it. So you go back and go replace the guy's lock. Get another one? Yeah, go to Walmart and get another lock, you know? The colonial Walmart. Like the 13 stars and 13 bars that dude was talking about. I was like, all right. <laughs> but, but I see what he's saying. But, but, it, but it's like all of it. Just a moment. What was that? I don't know. I think it Sorry. might have been. I didn't catch that. Huh. Try tapping a book. That's my phone. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. First episode, fun stuff. Uh, yeah, I have a Irish heritage. So, of course, I have the Irish lady <clears throat> on the. Yeah. Anyway. So that was Alexa, my bad. Um, but yeah, American history and whiskey history are the same thing. There would be none without yeah. the other. 
And we'll get into this. You know the story I want to tell. I'll tell that at of another, course. another yeah. episode. Now that's a whole episode in and of itself. That's a crazy. That's a cool. Did you know that before I, before I told you the other day? Um, no. Yeah. We'll get, it's, I bet none of you know it either. It's a crazy story. You'll like it. Stay tuned for that one. Yeah. Anyway. So that's the gist of, I think, <laughs> what we are, uh, kind of what we're trying to do, what we are doing with Whiskey and Whitetails, uh, where we want to go. There's so much more in the works uh, that we're going to talk about in, in future podcasts. And um, by this point, if you've looked at the website or you've, you've followed along on uh, any of the social media, you may have gotten hints of some of the stuff we're working on, um, but we will be talking about more of those things in future episodes uh getting a lot of uh we have some guests lined up already uh to come on and and talk about kind of what they're doing um you know in their field uh whether it's related to the whiskey world the white tail world um or even i mean we're not even limiting it to that like no like when we bring, we have a third business partner. We bring him in. He's a whitetail hunter and he enjoys whiskey. He has a great home bar. But I don't. I'm not sure how much honey. I mean, we want to talk about his story and the things that he's. I mean, absolutely. The whole point of this is you're not going to. the The overarching factor is whiskey and whitetails. So whatever that brings the guest into our life is paired with one of or both of those things. Yeah. But you're going to hear crazy stories. You're yeah. going to hear all kinds of stuff like people that. Things you wouldn't even imagine. And I don't, we haven't said where we're based out of, but you'll be very happy and pleased to know. Well, here's the thing you're going to get episodes that are full of whiskey stuff, episodes that are full of whitetail, some that are full of both, and you're some that are not culinary. related, some that are not related to whiskey or whitetails necessarily at all. But there will be a way they, that they, It'll they all tie back. In. Yeah. Um, so, you know, stay tuned, subscribe, like, yeah. smash like, that like button. Yes, yeah, smash what, it. Whatever. What, like, um, as hard as you can. Like, break your... It, I'll tell you what. If you break your screen pod, hitting Podcasts don't have the like, like buttons, though. Well, if you go to... I'll tell you this. If you go to the YouTube... If you go to our YouTube page on your phone, or even on a home computer, and you hit the like button so hard that you break the screen, we'll send you a gift pack. You got to film it and send it to us. And then we'll put it online. Like, this guy likes us so much, he broke the screen. Oh my God, what if people start doing that? We'll send them gift packs. Everyone that does it gets a gift What's pack. What's in a gift pack? I don't know. We'll figure it out. It'll be worth your... It'll, it, won't be, it won't cover the cost of a $1,000 iPhone, but, you know, I mean... I just want to make sure that's clear. I might throw you a bottle of whiskey. We'll throw... Well, our products are out already, so I'll throw you a bottle of whiskey. I'll throw you a smoking <laughs> kit. We'll throw you a uh, Glencairn glass holder, cigar rest. I might even throw a Davidoff um, Perfecto in there. That's a $40 cigar. Mmm... You know. Yeah. We'll hook it up. Sounds you send good. me a video of you hitting that like button so hard that it breaks the screen. By the way, you have to be uh, 21 years or older to receive two of those gifts. Just, yeah. Just to cover yeah, some legal actually, bases. They actually did change smoking to 21 now. Yeah, I know. That's wild. I don't have to worry about that. Could you imagine being 18 as a cigarette smoker and then they change it to 21 and you're like, get the, you know. Fine, like you're on your 18th birthday <laughs> yeah. and you, you go, and they change it. <laughs> they change it that day. Son of a bitch. I went to go buy my first car. Finally, I can do this legally. You remember when we were growing up that no one checked us for anything? We bought, I bought alcohol at 18 all the time. I'll tell you, I, I do remember the very first time I bought beer at a gas station with my on my 21st birthday. 
I rolled up in there and I grabbed two suitcases. Super confident. Dude, I was so excited. I had a, it was college, man. It was yeah. a, a suitcase of, I think, Miller Lite and some Bush, Bush Light. Yeah. And I plopped them some Bush. bitches up on the counter. Didn't even ask for my ID, man. No. I was so bummed. I was so mad because I probably could have been doing that the whole time. I know. I did. I did it all the time because I'd be like, damn it. I left it um, in my other wallet. Yeah. <laughs> but then the guy would be like, sure. So it finally got to the point that I was like, eh, almost had you. So I go in and buy alcohol. Like when we were, when the wife and I were dating, I go in there, I just throw it up on the counter and they'd carve me and be like, eh, I was hoping you wouldn't carve me. And I just walk out. I mean, what are they going to do? I didn't do anything illegal. <laughs> I tried to buy it. that I didn't actually buy it. So it wasn't illegal. You pass. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. The uh, D- uh, Department of Alcohol, ATF, will be contacting you with an award. <laughs> Thanking you for your service. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. So, let's wrap this up. Let's pack it in Rounds a bow. Loud. Let's pack it in a bow. Wrap it in a bow. Wrap it in a bow. Yeah. Let's wrap it in a bow and pack it in a box. Okay. Yeah. And we'll send this off to the publisher. Clearinghouse. Sure. Okay. We should get into publisher clearinghouse. I'm, I'm good. It's going to be a hard pass for me, but, uh, yeah, we'll, um, we're going to wrap this up. We're going to, I don't know what we're going to do now. Yeah. You're going to find out real quick. There's two. Well, we should mention that unclosing in closing. We are childhood best friends. We've known each other our entire lives, but we are vastly different, but similar. Everything that we have in similarity, we have in difference. And so you'll notice, uh, we're different, but we're the same. Yeah. And we we're, we can't see us, but in future episodes that'll be on YouTube, we actually get mistaken as brothers all the time. All the time. One time we were at a Chinese restaurant, like in a not great part of town. And, oh, man. And this, so we thought we were going to get jumped because these sketchy looking people were like uh, looking at us and like turning around. like, And I was like, dude, we're getting ready. And like, I wasn't carrying a gun or anything. I was pretty nervous. And so they walked up and I was like, this is it. So I'm getting ready to clench the fist. And the guy's like, we've got a bed over there. Are you guys twins? Mm. And we were like, ah, we thought you were going to rob us. Yeah. That's not what we said. That's not what we said. We definitely thought that. And then, um, yeah. But they, anyway. They were surprised that we weren't even brothers. <laughs> yeah, we're not even not related, related at all. So. <laughs> we're not even from the same parts of the country. But, oh, you know what is cool, though, is our both our last names are both colors. People think we're full of shit and yeah. that we're uh, yeah. playing pranks. Like his last name is Brown and my last name is Green. That's a true story. That is 100% true. It's not even, I couldn't even make that up. But anyway, um, yeah, we're two different people. Are we? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I've been pretty chatty Kathy same, right now. We're the same person changing our voices. You seem like you're, you know, you're in the groove. And I'm over here like, you know? No groove over here. You're not in a groove? I'm, I don't explain in a groove. A groove is better than a rut. So, like, if you're in a rut, you suck. But if you're in a groove, you're doing good. Okay, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Nobody wants to be in a rut, but everyone's busy. <laughs> but they're the same damn thing. A rut and a groove are the same thing. But if you say, I'm in a rut right now, people are like, oh, it sucks. People are like, I'm in a groove right now. They're like, damn, man, you do you. <laughs> anyway, we'll see you next episode. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the team. Till next time. Holla.